What's going on? What's going on, everybody? It is the only sports podcast. I'm Will. That's Casino over there. Uh, how you doing today, Casino? Doing great. Doing great. Drinking the coffee instead of uh, the magical elixir of alcohol. I mean, the horrible thing that's called alcohol. But uh, <laughs> I'm feeling good. Uh, the shade. The shades are, are just you, because uh... I wanted to look cool. That's all. Oh, I mean, mission, uh, mission successful. You look, you look awesome. Yeah. Uh, but we are here today to talk about week five sports. in the NFL sports. Uh, we're also going to talk, actually, let's just start right off the top casino. You've been watching any of the MLB playoffs. Oh no, I have not. My team's not in it. Oh, who's your team again? Those <laughs> oh yeah they're not in it the yankees aren't in it it's uh which is wild by the way yeah no the teams that are in it i mean if you would have just said that the orioles are the number one team in the al east and the yankees and red sox did not make the playoffs like at the beginning of the season i don't think anyone anybody would have believed you but the Orioles, the Rays, the Blue Jays, all in. Yankees, Red Sox, not in. That's fucking crazy. So the last time, yeah, uh, the last time that that happened where both the Yankees and the Red Sox didn't make the playoffs was 2014. Um, and then before that was 1993. Uh, and it stops there. So that pretty, it's happened well, it, every it, well, 10 that, years. I, I, I just did the quick, the quick look up. Um, it might be more, but those are the last two that it shows. God, dear Lord. Uh, Yeah, and then my team, the Phillies, uh, are in. I like the Angels as well. They are not in. But the uh, did you watch uh, the no. highlights of the guy on the Phillies hitting that grand slam? No, I'm I'm struggling to just get through. Uh, I'm struggling just Life. to get through football <laughs> um, updates. So. Yeah, no, I have not paid attention to MLB much. All I did hear, though, there was a lot of upsets. Uh, can you allude on that a little bit? Uh, were, like the under, were the underdogs winning? Well, I mean, it's still the wild card round, so it's literally like the four and five seeds, so I wouldn't consider those like upsets, but uh, the, the Diamondbacks swept, the Phillies swept, and then I believe the... Did the twin? Yeah, the twins swept as well. So it's just been all sweeps in the wild card round. But next round is where it gets fucking good. It's going to be Rangers, Orioles, Twins, Astros, Phillies, Braves, uh, and then Diamondbacks, Dodgers. So those are all some pretty fucking spicy, spicy matchups. I'm rooting for, I want Phillies, Orioles. Uh, I think it's going to be Braves, probably Braves, Rangers. But uh, I, yeah. I'm going to cheer for the Braves all through. That's uh, my uncle's team. He was a, he's a big fan of the Braves, uh, especially when like, uh, um, oh my gosh, why am I blanking on his name? Chipper Jones was was playing for him and all that when we were growing up. So you know, I don't really have any care. Uh, obviously, I don't like Houston, and I don't care for the Dodgers because the Dodgers are pretty much just the Red Sox of like five years ago because they took every single player. <laughs> yeah but yeah you know that's what happens when you don't have a cap and you actually are willing to spend money you win hey <laughs> uh 
But yeah, we don't. Uh, I we'll get into baseball a little more next week. But I just want to touch base- on it. A I little. love baseball, but I just had way too much going on to focus on baseball as well. Um, Completely agree. Because I've I've started to really fall into because you know that I love soccer, football, whatever you want to call it. Um, uh, that I've I've really gotten into that because almost every streaming site that I have plays a has a league that I watch a certain team on. So I'm, yeah. I'm really happy that I can just watch a shit ton of soccer. Um, and everything just started up again. Um, I have two teams in the champions league going right now. Um, a lot of us national players are in. So I've been following that alongside American football. Um, but haven't really had too much time. Um, one that was totally cool. So if you want to hear a cool, I, don't, I know you don't watch golf at all. Um, but the Ryder Cup, yeah, the Ryder <laughs> Cup just happened. So that's uh, Team Europe versus Team USA. And uh, in practice, uh, I believe it was practice. It wasn't in the regular rounds yet. Um, one of the guys hit a hole in one on a par four. It was a short par four, but he drove the shit out of it. And he yeah, he got a hole in one on a par four, which that's insane. I mean, it's rare. <laughs> it's rare enough to get a hole in one on a even for the professionals to get on a par three, but to get it on a par four is out. That's some happy Gilmore shit. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, with that being said, I no, I haven't had a lot of time to watch some baseball. Um, I pretty yeah. much the only baseball topics that I get is when I'm, I'm driving around and I'm, I'm listening to sports radio, but even then they're, they're just talking about football and NBA well, then it's about the sports world is about to get much more, uh, I guess, much more avenues to watch different sports. I don't even know how to phrase that because NHL, NBA is coming back. Uh, all the other ones are starting up. Baseball's getting into playoffs. We're in week five in the NFL casino. College football's heating up. Let's dive into the NFL, and then we're going to talk a little bit college as well. Because uh, we did, keep missing college. <laughs> yeah. Did you get a chance at all to watch any of the Bears-Commanders game? Uh, no, I, I, I did not. What was last night? Thursday. What was I doing? Thursday. Oh, no. I well, passed out by like seven. I took like an hour nap, and then I had to put the kid <laughs> asleep. I was, I was all of the like sleep deprivation that i've had for three weeks caught up to me yesterday where i literally physically was the wife was like oh no you fell asleep and i was like wait i fell asleep before i actually went into bed and she was like yeah and i was like what i don't remember yeah. that it was one of those moments where I've, i fell asleep i don't remember falling asleep i don't remember waking up it was just like it was a gap where and it may have been the alcohol who knows <laughs> but maybe that's why i'm wearing shades and and drinking coffee who knows <laughs> but no um i have, i did not watch any of it i did see the score at one point it was like 20 to 3 um did, let me ask you this are you uh thinking this was a, a justin fields like hey i'm legitimate or do you think this was a justin fields i did a good game well i'll tell you what justin fields his past he was, imp- he was impressive games. he was impressive since I'll tell you what, since basically he made those comments about how they don't let him play his game and like all that kind of stuff, where he basically like the context out 
or the comments out of context made it sound bad. But when you listen I to mean, him in context, he wasn't actually saying anything really that bad, but basically just being like, the coaches aren't letting me like play and they're making it too complicated. Since basically he's made those comments, he has thrown eight touchdowns, one interception for almost 700 yards. And obviously the last week with the Broncos, they built that huge lead and then kind of gave it up. But this one, they built the huge lead. They, they hang on to it 40 to 20. So he keeps playing like this. I still think the Bears defense is the big issue because I think I read a stat where all throughout that losing streak, because this was their first game they've won in since October of last year, during that entire mm-hmm. losing streak, their opponents were averaging like 33 points a game. So Jeez. any team in the league, I don't care if you're the Chiefs, I don't care if you're the Eagles, I don't care if you're the 49ers, Cowboys, your defense is giving up almost 40 points a game. You're going to lose most of those games. So That's fair. That's fair. Uh, uh, um, I mean uh, – he did only go about 50% on completion, but he did have four touchdowns. Let me ask you this, though. So how much of the success, at least yesterday, um, do you think it was uh, more DJ Moore balling out or if it was actually Justin Fields balling out? I mean, because that... DJ, DJ Moore had eight receptions for 230 yards, my friend. <laughs> 230 yards, which is... Which is insane, like yeah, dude. Th- that that's a college stat, dude. That's a <laughs> that is no joke. That's an amazing college stat. Yeah, and that's also one of those things where uh, the second I saw that stat line, because I didn't watch the game live, I watched uh, the replay of it. But when the stats at the end of it came up, I was like, my first thought when I saw that was, I hope I am not playing against him in fantasy. And I was not. Do you want to guess how many points he got in fantasy from last night that performance? Well, I already looked it up in PPR League, so. Uh, dude, he had like, it's like 55 points. And luckily Ridiculous. I was not playing against him. But I did play the commander's defense because I was like, oh, they're going to shut that Bears offense down. And they got me negative one point. So always great going into your in my league. League. in my league for some reason like it, it showed negative four for the person who had their defense. Uh, Oof. Always great going uh, into the so new yeah, league. but it, dude, how insane is that? Their total yards was four hundred and fifty, uh, four hundred fifty one total yards. Uh, passing yards was two hundred and seventy three, two hundred and seventy three passing yards, right? Yeah, and DJ Moore alone. Had 230 of them. <laughs> so that's why to answer you had, your... You had two other people. You had their tight end in Cole uh, Cole Komet, or whatever you say his name. Yeah. And then uh, Robert uh, Tonian, uh, Tonian, again, I don't, I'm bad with names. But those are the only two which combined for seven receptions, which was DJ Moore still had more of that. So was it just the commanders having trouble watching DJ, like covering DJ Moore? Because obviously that was their only... They're only threat. They're only yeah. threat because, I mean, that that's bad. That's bad. I mean, the rush game wasn't horrible with uh, Herbert. He did get almost 80 yards on 10 carries, which is good. But, um, and then, you know, Justin Fields being elusive, he was the second highest runner on the team. But that shouldn't open up the that receiving that much for that one guy. You should have just had him double the entire the entire game. 
Yeah. Now, I do think the secondary of the commanders is definitely an issue because last week, uh, Jalen Hurts almost had a perfect passing game. Like, uh, uh, who is it? A.J. Brown literally torched that defense. Not as bad as D.J. Moore did, but pretty damn near close. I think he had like 180 yards receiving in two touchdowns. So they're the commander's secondary. Their D-line is great. I think their offense has the potential to be very good, if not great, but their back-end defense is rough, rough. I do want to say I think Thursday night games are anomalies. We've seen it kind of the past two, three seasons where – Guys or teams kind of seem like they just punt on Thursday night games. And I really do think with the Eagles being a divisional game, the commanders won last year in Philadelphia where it was just kind of all of that uh, led to the commanders playing basically their a game on Sunday. And then when it came to Thursday, they were kind of like, fuck it. It's the bears. And then that's how you Hmm. get fucking steamrolled. So I don't want to put too much stock in it. I do put stock in the fact that Justin Fields over two games has eight touchdowns, one interception. I don't That's I good. think regardless of who you're playing, if he plays like that the whole season, like how are they going to be like, nope, Justin Fields isn't the answer when it's your defense that is costing you these games. Uh, however, we did both for picks casino, both pick the commanders. So... Uh, we're starting this week 0-1, but let's get to the other games on the docket. <laughs> uh, we have uh, what was supposed to be a sneaky good game, but with how the Jaguars have been this season, who fucking knows? Uh, Jaguars versus Bills in London, 6.30 a.m. kickoff time. Second week, the Jaguars don't, don't are you, in London. It wasn't in London. Don't you mean it's in Andy's room? Oh, that's true. Well, I don't think they're they're not doing. I don't think they are either. But I just uh, was making the association of London and that horrible debacle. (laughs) (sighs) If they just did that game on a five minute delay, I feel like it would anger people. But I feel like it'd be less choppy, right? Like the doing it live thing is where I feel like the issue was. But Jaguars two and two, uh, technically at Bills three and one. How you're making this a Bills home game by wasting it in London. Ugh. Uh, but Jaguars 2-2 two and two at 3-1 and one Bills. Who you got, Casino? Uh, Bills all day. Bills all day. You know, and it's funny. You know, I haven't been doing the um, – but I'm going to start this week um, doing what the line is. I mean, Bills are only favored to win by 5.5. I mean, yes, they're both going on a long – that's a long travel for both for both teams. Yeah, like that's that's a long way to travel. Luckily, they're both East Coast, um, so it shouldn't be as bad. But like, just imagine if that was like Bills versus the Rams. Like, dear yeah. Lord, feel bad for the Rams. But um, I mean, I still feel bad for the Rams, but <laughs> in general. <laughs> but um, no, I- I'm okay with that line. I'll be honest. I am going to pick the Bills, but you don't know how that long of a flight for both teams now is going to affect the players, you know, um, that's a long time to sit down and that's a long, that's just taxing on a, on a player. So I don't like the overseas games. I really don't. I get, I get it. It's a big money making opportunity for, for the league, 
you know, there's a lot of fans overseas, just like how there's a lot of like, you know, um, foot, you know, soccer fans over here, you know, for the clubs over there. And so whenever they come over here, you know, all those games sell out. So I get the appeal. I get that. But I, I personally just don't like when they like in season playing a game over here. If it was like a, a friendly or a warm up or something like that, play preseason games over yep. there. I'm all for it. But I don't like with, especially with how short this season in is like soccer seasons are short, but these are even shorter. I don't, I don't like that, but um, I am going to go Buffalo. Um, I'm really hoping though, the Jags, I feel like this is a make or break game for them um, for the season, even though they would only be two and three and they're still right there in the hunt for a playoff spot. Um, But I do feel like this is a big game for them and it's, it's a tall order. So We'll, yeah. we'll see how that goes, but I, they need to they need to play well at bare minimum. Even if they don't win, they need to play well. They have to show some sort of fight. And if they play well against Buffalo and they lose, you know, you could. I, I know there's no moral victories in this sport, but you'd have to feel good about it that you're like, I can. Com- this team can compete with the best team in the AFC currently. Yeah. So, well, and also but, on the 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 Bills note, Von Miller says it's a quote unquote safe bet he will make his return in this game. So they the that Bills defense that has been one of the best defenses in the league now gets one of their best players back against the Jaguars. So you got to feel bad yeah, for the a, Jaguars. A Super Bowl MVP, <laughs> yeah, uh, as a but, defensive player. Did, didn't didn't he win? Like I'm not conf- I'm not getting that wrong, right? He did win MVP in Super Bowl Fifty, right? In that Broncos Panthers game, yeah, I think he did. I yeah, mean, yeah, I'll look that up. But anyway, I do say the thing that worries me if you're a Bills fan against the Jaguars is like you were talking about where the Jaguars presumably have just stayed over there since they just played their last week. So they've Which been is there saying that they got two games over there this year. Well, it's also, did you know, I forgot I, that I've no, thank you for saying that. Cause I forgot that they're just staying there. Yeah. Two weeks in a row. I but forgot did, that. I forgot about that. Even though I, even though I literally just said, Oh, Andy's room, you know, they're playing overseas <laughs> for some reason. I just didn't connect that. Yeah. I forgot that they didn't fly home and fly back. They did just stay there. Yeah. So, I mean, Hey, 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 well, I'm still the, going, I'm still going Buffalo. I'm going Bills as well, but did you also know weird stat with the Jaguars? You know they're the only, I think I read this right, the only team in the league that has never had a Sunday night football game. Isn't that fucking crazy? Yeah. Hmm. Like, which I was like, the Jaguars have had pretty good teams over the past couple years. Like, it's weird. They're never scheduled for Sunday night football games, but... Apparently, they're also the one we always send over to London. So I don't know why the NFL hates the Jaguars, but the NFL hates the Jaguars. Well, I mean, like it's this just... week, though, I mean, they got they got a really good Sunday night one this week, though. Oh, yeah, that's probably game of the week. But uh, yeah, uh, so we're both going Bills. Uh, next up, Casino, your your New England Patriots are hosting the hmm. two and two New Orleans Saints. You mean the three uh, and two New Orleans Saints? The oh, you're picking uh, uh, who are you picking in this one, Casino? I don't know, man. Um, I 
this is going to be such a low scoring game. I'm I'm going to go Patriots just because I feel like Bill Belichick's on the hot seat for losing his job. And I can get into why on that. But uh I'm going to go I'm going to go Patriots um just because I feel like it's a must win for this organization. Um I who you got before I get into this whole Bill Belichick being on the hot seat thing and this is a must win for the Patriots. I do uh I agree with what you're saying with that. I am picking the Saints because totally I, understand. They what is it? I like their defense. I this is also the game where Derek Carr's making his return. Yep. I think But Derek he has not Carr, look but he's not looked sharp, man. No. But I mean I trust when you say the Saints, I can say defense, I can say car, I can say weapons. When you pick the Patriots, you're just like, hopefully the defense shuts the offense down. And then the offense just, I don't like, I don't know. Like, what would the offense have to do to win games? I don't know. Defense would have to do the have offense. Anybody. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, but go um, on your, uh, uh, do you think Bill Belichick, uh, you say he's on the hot seat. I do. What percentage chance do you think he would be like let go before the season even ends? Is it zero? I think before the season end, you're looking at like five percent. Ooh, like okay. like there, I don't think there's much of a chance that they'll do it before the season end, but I think it's a real possibility. And my reason why I think it's it's very safe to say that Bill Belichick's draft uh, drafting ability has not been super good throughout the years. Um, he's not good at it. Um, Especially with he, skill players. With, with skill players. Players. I mean, well, he does, he does well with, because um, he did with uh, Adam Vinatieri. He did it with the Patriot, or with, with uh, Adam Vinatieri, Gostowski. Kickers, he does well. And we did pick, uh, we did go for a kicker and a punter in this draft. Um, he also, though, uh, Christian Gonzalez, great, uh, corner that we had he is out now he tore um something up in his shoulder area um which is sad he's gone for the season matthew judon gone for the season season tore bicep um so if you have some bad luck that's not helping out the situation for him but that's not like any owner could see if if players are getting hurt especially key players that's kind of tough to fire a coach over however that's not why I think that he's on the hot seat. I think he's on the hot seat with how he's messed up Mac Jones. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of Mac Jones right now, but I do feel bad for the kid because last year you, you gave him a defensive coordinator and an offensive uh, coordinator, uh, a defensive coordinator and a, I think it was an offensive line coordinator as the offensive coordinator for Mac Jones. That doesn't help him. He digressed, you know, he, he really digressed. I, I thought that first season he was good, and I was hoping going into the second season he'd be good. But he didn't have a true – he didn't have a true offensive coach helping him out. And I think that's why he was so poor last year, um, that also in the lack of weapons. But then you get into this year, and you can see some sparks of it, um, but it's very inconsistent. And no matter what – I think Bill O'Brien's good offensive coordinator – I mean, he's been around a long time. He's he's proven that he's he's a good offensive coordinator. And I I, I feel bad for Mac Jones because I feel like Bill O'Brien is having, and I feel bad for him, that he's having to try to play catch up and stop these bad habits that Mac Jones have has. And I think last year really messed up Mac Jones. 
in his progression of getting better. Was I going to say he was going to be a great quarterback or, you know, even a top eight quarterback? Probably not. I don't, I think he's still lacking in some stuff, but I really think that whole debacle of Mac Jones um, and not going after a quarterback in this, uh, at least for a backup, because we don't have good backups. Zappy's not that good. Um, and then all these other guys that they've picked up are like third string quarterbacks, four string quarterbacks. But there was a lot of quarterbacks on the market these last two seasons, and Bill Belichick did not go for it. Um, so I really do think Belichick is close to retirement. I know he wants to try to beat, um, I forget his name, uh, Shula. Don Shula, thank you for the amount of wins. He's got like 18 to go. But at this rate, that's three seasons, maybe more. You know? So, yeah, that's that's tough to – because I don't think Bill's going to retire. I don't. I think he wants to beat that record, um, which, fine. You know, you're that close. I would want to. I would be selfish, and I'd want to. But I don't know if Kraft is going to be like, hey, you're doing that here, um, which is – so. Don Shula right now is at 347. Bill Belichick is at 330. So he would need 17 more wins to tie 18 to win. Yes. So, So I I mean, I'm I'm worried. Yeah. That'd be at this pace. That'd be over three seasons, the rest of this season and then two more, but yeah. How many, Let's say he finishes this season. Let's be generous. Let's say he finishes this season seven and what? It'd be 11 because they added the extra game. So seven and 11. You no, think... no, it's not 18 games. It's, isn't it 17? Oh, oh yeah. So, no, 10. it'd be set. Yeah. So he finishes seven and 10. Would you, uh, do you think that buys him another year? Yeah. No, I don't know. <laughs> but I know so here's, those are I'm, all I'm the sh- possible a- answers. <laughs> yes, I'm sure Bill O'Brien would wouldn't mind taking back over this Patriot team. Um, I honestly think I I would personally like the guy that's been sitting in the wings waiting for it um, is Gerard Mayo, former player. Love him. I think he's a phenomenal coach. I think he's a phenomenal player. He knows football. I I would go for that and go for a a guy that has been in the league recently. I mean, he retired maybe a handful of years ago. I don't remember exactly when it was, but I would, I would love for a younger coach to come in and change things up for the Patriots. I love bill. He has dynasty with, you know, Brady and the Patriots, but because he covered the, he covered the defensive side and then uh, Brady and McDaniels, no Brady covered the offense. So that, that was a good, that was a good success between them. So um, so long story long, I'm worried about the Patriots, but I am going to go with this because I feel like they have to win. Um, they did, uh, they did make a trade with the chargers, uh, to get back another, uh, corner that used to play for, uh, for the team and for Belichick. So, um, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping they do enough just to beat the saints, get them on a little bit of a momentum coming into, the following week, which I'll be at that game against the Raiders. So uh, fingers crossed. Uh, you know who I think should take over coaching the Patriots? Uh, uh, Steven Belichick. You know, his uh, his son that's on the <laughs> – That is a spot on impression. Uh, we don't have enough NFL coaches with mullets. Now that I'm thinking about it, do we have one? I don't think we do. 
There's no coaches with. No, they're all uh, the. If, if you want to be a coach, you, you you've got to go with uh, uh, the McDaniel like fresh, fresh little haircut pullover. Mm-hmm. Which the more and more I see his interviews and how how he, I like him. I'm almost cheering for the Dolphins this year because I like him so much as a coach. Yeah. He, just, he seems like he would be a hard ass. He understands football, but yet he's he he would be like you and I. Like I would if we were playing football, I was your coach. I'm gonna be a complete asshole to you and I'm gonna be a dick. But yet at the end of the day, we can still go get drinks together. I don't know why like I keep going being my co-host. but no i completely agree (laughs) it is insane like i know we took a long time on this this pick but i thought it was important to talk about you know one of the greatest coaches of all times being on the hot seat yeah and then uh him losing to Derek carr this week is just gonna bolster it to uh yeah but i will say uh it is insane how just likability makes makes people like not not even like think you're good at your job but kind of give you more leeway to just do your job and then especially if you're good at it like that gives you a plus 10 bonus of people being like oh like we both like mike mcdaniels because he seems like a fun guy who like has funny press conferences and like makes us laugh but if but like his, the Dolphins are good. But I feel like people are like the Dolphins are fucking great because of how much we like their coach, right? Like, and then there's other people like fucking Sean Payton, where you're like he's a fucking asshole. So when the Broncos are losing, we're like they're the worst team we've ever seen. Right. I mean, right? and, and like, I understand a lot of people don't like wanting to pay for play for the Patriots with Bill under under regime. Because it is no fun, which a lot of people say, but it's yeah. efficient. It gets a, it gets a job done. Um, and, you know, I, I'm tired of that whole – I know we talked about it last year, but the whole Brady-Belichick, like who was the one that was successful? It, I don't think either one would have been crazy successful without the other. Um, and, and I say this because – and then, you know, obviously Brady goes, he wins the Super Bowl, and Belichick struggles. But – Belichick is a defensive coach and Brady is an offensive wizard. So, and when he went to Tampa, what did Tampa have that was good? Oh, a good defense. So Brady, as long as Brady has a good defense, he can handle the offense, right? And yeah. that showed that. And then Belichick, he still had a really good defense and kept and kept his team in games. But, you know, you're running off of Cam Newton. You're running off of Mac Jones. Like, you don't have any help on the offensive side. You know, granted, and that's what I'm saying. A lot of it was on his fault, not drafting the right people, putting the personnel in the right spot to help out the offense. So that's where I think he's in the hot seat. But um, Belichick as a coach, I still think is great. He's just a different, you know, he's a defensive coach, but he's not doing anything to help out the offense. Yeah. So, well, that's and I do, well, I do think when it comes to Belichick, when we're talking about this, obviously he hasn't been fired or let go or anything like that because of the six Super Bowls. But I do think now that he's not winning, like the curmudgeon kind of old dickhead personality, I do feel like, yes, that rubs people the wrong way more when you're not winning to show, like to make up for it. But uh, speaking of curmudgeon dickheads, let's move to the Broncos Jets game. (laughs) Yeah. 
Uh, the one in three Jets at the one in three Broncos in what was supposed to be. Remember when this game first got announced, everybody was like, make this the Sunday night game. Make this the Monday night game. It's going to be Aaron Rodgers. Sean Payton said all that shit about Nathaniel Hackett. And uh, we were excited. I was very excited for this matchup. Now that this matchup is here and both teams suck and there's no Aaron oh, Rodgers. I know what you're talking about. I'm going, <laughs> I'm going New York Jets, J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 all day in this. That motherfucker himself has been on a tear the past couple of, and he would have beaten the Chiefs if it wasn't for the zebras. So <laughs> I am I'm all for this kid. I want to see him do well so bad. I, 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 which I kid do. are you talking about, Casino? Zach Wilson. What's his nickname on this podcast? That motherfucker. Yeah, buddy. That twenty got all the moms that, wet last that, week. That that twenty four year old BYU alum motherfucker himself. <laughs> uh, and also coming off his best game, maybe as a ever pro. I, like, I think as a pro, yeah. that <laughs> yeah. was that was a solid game. That was a solid game. His completion rating was. Uh, like it, it's shown right here. His, his completion rating was almost seven, uh, 72%, 245 yards, two touchdowns. His rating was 105.2. That is phenomenal. And not only that, but some of the throws he was making in this game, he you looked were like, good. God damn. Yeah. And, and yeah, he, he looked good. He looked real good. Especially against a Chiefs team that they have a pretty damn good defense. I mean, at this point in the season, they have a top five defense. So now you're playing the Broncos, who, let me check my notes, gave up 70 points to the Dolphins. Am I reading that right? 70 points, but Sean (laughs) Payton. Uh, So I don't like Russell Wilson. I've never liked Russell Wilson. I've always fucking hated Sean Payton. The Broncos are literally built to be a team I hate with every fiber of my being. So the fact that he talks so much so, shit before the season and they're one and three, oh, it warms but it warms the hatred in my heart. Nice. So are we Just, gonna go get oh. some uh green firefighter helmets and, <laughs> yeah. and go J and just yes. we're gonna be on this podcast, J E T S Jets Jets Jets. That being said, I hate all New York and Texas teams, so right. I'm really internally <laughs> struggling here. No, I will. I know, but I'm, you, but you love that motherfucker. I do. I'm. Oh, I'm 100 a Jets fan for this game, uh, and I was a Jets <laughs> fan last game too because the Chiefs annoyed the shit out of me. But <sighs> yeah. Jets, 100% a fan. If they win, I'm buying a fireman Ed costume or outfit or whatever to wear on next week's podcast, Casino. Uh, Isn't that that great? That guy just great. He was great until he went away for a couple years when the Jets weren't good and they were out of the limelight. And then all of a sudden they got Aaron Rodgers and he came back into the limelight. Mm. Mm. Don't like that. Don't like that at all. Uh, he, was, he was protecting. He was protecting the city. He's a firefighter. Okay, isn't he retired? I don't know. <laughs> uh, he might. Uh, who knows? Uh, but yeah. Know. Uh, so we're both going. I don't Jets watch enough Jets one. games to know. <laughs> uh, we're both I watch going two times a year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is one. I'll probably. I probably won't even watch this game. I'll just see the highlights of it. But. Uh, You know why I won't watch this game, Casino? Because it'll be on the same time as the game I'm going to be at. My first ever NFL game I'm seeing in person. 33 years of life. I've never been to an NFL game. I am going to this one. 
it is my 4-0 Eagles at the 2-2 two and two Rams. And may I say, before you continue, sneaky, sneaky upset p- potential here, man. Oh, no, I'm picking the Rams, hopefully, <laughs> as, a, as a reverse upset. I'm going to let my dog out. Continue. <laughs> because, <coughs> because please, uh, Eagles, just as a, as a good omen to where I will go. Because, again, I feel like fans uh, are a superstitious lot. I'm not immune from that. So if the Eagles lose this game... Of course, I think in my brain, it's going to be because I'm attending. So then I will never be able to attend an Eagles game in the future. Because if they lose this game, it's all I'm going to be thinking about. Of well, course, it has nothing to do with me on any level. But well, I'm, 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 I'm 50-50 right now with my my team. I've only been to the, the two Patriots games, one in Foxborough and then uh, one here last year. So. But, but also, but they, but they won the important one. They won the important one, which was when I went to Foxborough, and I I saw one of three passing regular season passing touchdowns that year for Gronkowski, um, and it was an important game because they beat the Texans, and that was the wild. That was what was the deciding factor for seeding wise, and then the Patriots won the Super Bowl that year. So that, that was that was a good win. Now uh, I, now I can go back to Foxborough. I mean, I mean, if 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 the Patriots lose again on the fifteenth here in town in Vegas, uh, never again, never again. Well, not only if they lose, what if they lose in like the same the way, goofiest way possible, the same manner? Say, yeah, like on a late fumble recovery, or, or no, like no, 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 a, a, do like a a, a punt, re- not even a punt return, like a punt block for touchdown, like yeah. Or it's like they're winning by two, they go to kick a field. No, they're winning by one, they go to kick a field goal. The field goal gets blocked, and then it gets returned for a two-point conversion. Like something like that. Or they're up one, and Mac Jones runs 30 yards backwards and then gets tackled for a safety. Yes. Like, if it's something goofy like that, will you be like, I can never see a Patriots game in Las Vegas ever again? Oh, in Las Vegas, yes, all day. I'll go back to Foxborough. <laughs> Foxborough was great because then I can cry with all the other fans and not be have shit thrown at me like Raider fans. Did. Yeah, see, that's the uh, the good thing about the Rams in LA <laughs> is I feel like the the it's going to be like ninety percent Eagles fans. Yeah. So I feel like it's going to be a home crowd. Now, what does scare me is. Cooper Cup, I believe, is back for this game. He won't be 100%. He's going to be snap-watched. Yeah. And then uh, Puka Nakua. Oh, my gosh. The best name in football. Yeah. So, hopefully, especially with how how, uh, questionable our secondary has, I just don't want to see a Matthew Stafford 500-yard passing day and both Nakua and Cup have just – 180 yards passing on us. I do think the Rams offensive line is highly questionable. I do think our offensive line is going to be able to push around their defensive line, especially with Aaron Donald kind of being very hot and cold this season. Speaking of your offensive line, have you watched that documentary yet? No, but that's nothing to do today. You don't have anything. you, You don't have anybody at the house today. That's not true. I had to go to uh, physical therapy for two hours today. 
I, so. I don't I don't believe you because you're never wearing your neck brace and your back brace. <laughs> so I don't believe you. Um that's true. I will next episode. And you're snapping, next episode, you're, you're if snapping Eagles, your head around like yeah, like it hurts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if the uh if the Eagles don't win this game that I am attending, I will wear my neck brace on the next episode. So the whole podcast and the back brace. And back brace because uh and I'll also wear a heart brace because my heart will be broken. So but I don't think they we have talked this. way too long about this fucking game. I don't care. <laughs> it's uh, important to us. It is important. Uh, right, I'm we, picking we, the Rams. We can, we can blow just the for the reverse jinx. I'm going through the Eagles. Oh, you are picking the Eagles. It made it sound like you were going with the Rams. No, I'm uh, just saying sneaky upset alert. It just is because I know you're going to this game. I know because I know that you're going down to LA for this game. So. But see, this also feels like when we were talking about the Buccaneers game where it was like on paper, there's no reason the, the Eagles should beat the Buccaneers and then they just blew them out. So we on need to continue. Paper, you, you're right. We've gone way too long on this. I don't care about the Eagles anymore. Go. <laughs> uh, next up, a not even a sneaky good game. I don't know what this game is. Two and two Titans at two and two Colts. Anthony Richardson's back for this game. Uh, uh Dude, this is know. a toss-up. Who? Yeah. I mean, I'm picking the Colts. I have no reasoning for it. You know what? I'm going to pick the Titans. The, the Titans. The, the Titans. No. <laughs> I'm going to pick the Titans. Um, the Titans are actually favored by two and a half, but I'm going to go with the Titans. Okay, it's all Titans uh, all the time. Uh, also, those divisional games in that AFC South. I have no fucking idea what's yeah, going on. I, in that I, I don't know what's going to happen with these two. So. Uh, uh, next up, three and one Ravens at two and two Steelers. My former Steelers, Ravens, off the bandwagon. Ravens, me off at the house. Ravens all day. Ravens all day. They're favored by four. I'm, I'm saying that's generous. I'm, I would say Ravens by six. It's Ravens all day, every day, because Pittsburgh. I, again, I love. I, I don't even like. I love. I love. Um, why am I? I'm, I'm saying love so many times because I'm blanking on his name. Uh, blah, blah 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 their coach oh my goodness Mike Tomlin thank you I was gonna say Tom Coughlin and I'm like that's not <laughs> it <laughs> um <laughs> yes Mike Tomlin I love Mike Tomlin so much I really do I think he's a great coach and I want to see Pittsburgh I, I want to see Pittsburgh always do well because I like him even though being a Patriot fan I can't stand Pittsburgh but this is such a good rivalry this is probably the greatest rivalry in football like just in general, I I think Baltimore and Steelers like that's a great one. Um, but yeah, now is Kenny Pickett back for this game? I don't see him uh, on the. I have not seen report. any anything about it. I'm I'm looking at the preview right now. It's still not saying anything about it. Now uh, there uh, is uh, yeah, I've got nothing for it. There are going to be five starters out against uh, for the Steelers against the Ravens. Now, their starters, one of them is their punter. So, I mean, that's, you know. Well, and OB, OBJ is expected to return for the Ravens. Um, Hill has returned for the Ravens. Like, people are starting to come back. Uh, yeah, starting to come back out a little bit. So. Yeah, um, so we're gonna see a uh, a bunch. Uh, he's of cleared, by the way. Linemen. I just looked as of an hour ago. Uh, as an hour ago, Kenny Pickett is clear to face the Ravens. So he is off the Ravens injury report getting, of an hour ago. 
Ravens are getting healthier. Uh, Steelers are losing two offensive linemen, their tight end and a defensive tackle along with their punter. I just don't. And like you said, especially in a divisional game, I just don't see how Kenny Pickett with no tight end, this offense, this defense. No, it's all day. All Ravens, Ravens by 14. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I think this is definitely a 10-point swing. Uh, Next up, so we're both picking Ravens on that one. Next up, 0-4 Panthers at the 3-1 Super Bowl pick by Casino Lions. Uh, Is there literally any chance for an upset on this one, Casino? Not at all. Not at all. Lions are going to roar to the Panthers' little meow. It's all <laughs> now, Amal Ra St. Uh, St. Brown is doubtful, so it doesn't look like he'll play in this game. But I agree with you. I don't think that I don't think there's anything the Panthers can do to beat this Lions team that does feel like they're one of what would you say? So it's Eagles, 49ers, uh, Eagles, 49ers, Cowboys, and then I guess it would be. Seahawks because they beat the Lions, but Lions are the fifth best team in the NFC. I mean, sure, or would you, you take them you, over the Seahawks? I would take them over the Seahawks, but I like the Seahawks. That that was a great game. That was just a really good game. I, that was that was, yeah, you know, that shows that was just a good game. But I I like the Lions still. I'm going Lions. Yeah. Oh. Which speaking of Seahawks, them, the Chargers, the Browns, and the Buccaneers are all in a bye this week. So buys first start this week, and those are the five or just, four teams. It, which it feels so early. For week five? Yeah. I would hate yeah. if my team had a week five bye because then you have to go the rest of the season. Like, ugh. Um, but I agree. I feel like buys shouldn't start to like week ten. Yeah. Right? Give like me a week, week give nine, me a week 10. twelve. Give me a week twelve bye. Yeah, uh, so we're both picking the Lions on that one. Next up, this is a sneaky, interesting game that I think I will watch uh, as the morning game. The two and two Texans at the two and two Falcons, both sneaky, just fun to watch. No, like I, I'm Stroud. using the word sneaky this time. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> sneaky, sneaky, fun to watch. CJ Stroud has looked like phenomenal his stats on the season over 1200 passing yards a hundred and uh a hundred point six rating six touchdowns zero interceptions uh when you compare that to Bryce Young who has had a rough start to the season and this is also one of those things where you can't use the uh oh but the Texans have weapons and the Panthers don't have weapons the Texans have no weapons whatsoever and CJ Stroud is still doing this. This 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 is this game comes down to is it CJ Stroud or is it going to be uh Bijan Robinson? Who's going to have the better game? Yeah. That's my opinion. I think it's going to be CJ Stroud. I'm, I'm going to go Bijan Robinson actually. Oh. Uh I do like the Falcons defense more than the Texans defense, but I just trust CJ Stroud to just have the game. It appears he now just has all the time, which is 300 yards, two touchdowns, no turnovers. That's and I fair. think that I'm not, I'm not mad at your Texans pick. I really am not. Um, I mean, this game is close to a pick. It's only a, it's only one and a half for the, for Atlanta, um, yeah. which I mean, it's, it's close to a pick And plus I want to, I want to shake things up. Like we already have so many different things going on here. 
So we have we're six different games apart in terms of our rankings for the season, and at this moment, I believe we have Three already picked. No, so one, Rams two, and Eagles. Three. Rams or Eagles are to four. So we picked four games different. Here we go. Uh, next up, a game that neither of us will pick different on because it's such a let's go Giants. Up. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, one in three Giants at three and one Dolphins. Percentage chance that the Giants upset the Dolphins. Zero. This, this, like you know what? No, you know what? Let's let's give it what the line is. I'll give them a twelve percent chance. A twelve percent. Twelve percent. That's generous. Okay. That's that's fair. I'm I'm with that. Twelve percent. Right. Miami all day. Again. Yeah. Again, their coach is just too too sick, too sweet, too solid. Like that guy's awesome. So also, I feel like the Dolphins got it. it go for well, it. They got embarrassed last week against the Bills. I feel bad for the Giants because this feels like the Dolphins are going to come out and just lay out all their frustrations on this Giants team and rack up. I mean, over under this game, uh, the Dolphins having 35. It's another oh, over. It's another 70 burger. <laughs> <laughs> Next, next game. Oh my God! On paper, this looks. I mean, what do we even do with this game? Uh, you'll be the surprised. One in three Bengals at the one in three Cardinals. Am I picking the Cardinals? I'm picking the Cardinals. Uh, I I feel I'm like I'm picking Dobbs. I'm picking Dobbs over the injured Joe Burrow. I mean, Joe Burrow. If he's if he starts, which he's going to. He has to ball out. He has to have a good game. They have to beat Arizona. They have to. If they want any shot in the playoff to make the playoffs, he has to win this game. But I don't trust his ability right now with being as injured as he is. I am going Dobbs all day. Arizona. You can pick him with me. That's fine. I don't care. I'm going the Cardinals. Yeah, there's also T. Higgins might be Which, out for this game. By the way, I, I want to ask you this. So just, just say the Cardinals win this, you know, and they go on a streak here, and Dobbs has been playing well. Do you think if Kyle, when Kyler Murray comes back, they go back to Murray? I mean, I know he's got the contract and the money, but have you heard that there's rumors out there that he, they're looking to trade? I Yeah, but again, Did, it, then it becomes one of those things where, like, what team right now would seriously trade for Kyler Murray? He seems like, oh, yeah. Uh, okay, you know what? <laughs> would you, no. right now, <laughs> I would, would not you want take him. Kyler Murray on the Patriots? Right now? Um, yeah, I mean, sure. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I would take him. I would take him. I don't like that contract at all. But the Patriots do, going in next year, are going to have the third highest uh, cap spot. So Ooh. They, have, they have some money. They have some money that they can spend. I mean, I don't want him. I don't want him. I'd rather than tank and get uh, get Williams from UMC, uh, USC. But whatever, you know, that's just me. That's just me. That's just me. <laughs> I, I think there in. is. Uh, I think Caleb Williams uh, on the Patriots would be. I don't even know if that'd be interesting because again, they have no. The Patriots have no weapons. So what are you gonna? Who's he gonna throw to? But then there's always the mystique of the Patriots and Bill Belichick. I don't know. But as far as the Bengals Cardinals go, God, the Cardinals, I mean, if the card the Cardinals as a one in it's it's insane to say the Bengals as a one in three team are one of the most disappointing teams. The Cardinals at one in three are one of the biggest 
surprises because <laughs> in all of their games, they've looked like they could win. So I'm picking the Bengals. I mean, outside of, of the games. outside of the Niners game, but even then, like you're playing the Niners against, you know, a three touchdown McCaffrey. It's kind of tough. Yeah. But I'm picking the Bengals. If they lose this oh. game, just shut down uh, Joe Burrow for the season. And Let's go, Dobbs. Like, I like that. Like, and you know, so we talked about this a little off the air. I might have said it last episode when we were going over um, win win the losses. Is there were so many games that I should have gone with my gut last week, and I would actually had a better record than what I did have. That yeah. I'm going with it. I'm going to just go with it. I mean, we'll see if I win three games or if I win 13. So, which my, we'll see. My, for when it comes to the Bengals, my mind's telling me no, but my body, my body's my body. telling me yes. <laughs> my body's telling me yes. Uh, we got three more games. Uh, only one of them really interesting. The next one, three and one Chiefs at one and three Vikings. Uh, this has one score Chiefs squeak it out win written all over it, right? Like due to is, a due to a late game. penalty. <laughs> uh. One of the defensive players for the Vikings will sneeze on Patrick Mahomes. It'll be ruled roughing the passer, and it'll give them the 15 yards they need to kick the game-winning field goal. And the best That's part is, is the best part is that guy that player is gonna be on the sideline, he's just gonna sneeze, and they're gonna say, Oh, well, the wind. Blew down the sideline and got that Mahomes in the face. Dude, I'm so over it. And I going off of your rant last week or last episode, the amount of the amount of people and, and different reporters and uh just different reporters, different sports shows and stuff like I've been hearing nothing but just how horrible that the the Chiefs debacle was with this Taylor Swift thing. And Dude, it's bad. It's bad. Like, I'm just going through, like, um, social media and literally random, like, pop culture, like, uh, podcasts are bringing this up. And they're like, and they're even saying, yeah, like, that's not a good look. And they don't yeah, even watch football. Because it's not. They don't you even can't watch football. justify it at all. You can yeah. you can try to justify the penalty. No. You can't justify the there, Taylor Swift there, thing there was, afterwards. No fucking this, way. There was this, I was just, I don't even know who it was, but I had to stop because I had, it was talking about it in a negative way. And I wanted to watch that. And it was just this, this chick who does like a news podcast um, for like this generation, you know, like the early late teen, early twenties generation. And just going from what the content looked like from her normal shows, you know, it's all like pop, pop culture, fun base, like all the different words that I don't know what means. Um, <laughs> and then, but she's even talking negatively about it, about how the NFL handled this. Whether that person was just reading all the headlines and just regurgitating them, fine, whatever. But I was still like, yeah, yeah, you tell them. Like, this is, oh, God, I hate it. I hate the Taylor Swifty bullshit Chiefs thing. Oh, and now that I'm a fan of the New Heights podcast and I was t- listening to the, the Kelsey Brothers talk yeah, about it. Yeah, he hates it too, right? Jay- oh, my God. Travis is like, yeah, they need to, they need to calm down. Like, this is this is ridiculous. I was well, like, damn. When, luckily, when you have Travis Kelsey coming out, who's involved with all this, is like, yeah, they're taking this way over the top. Yeah. It's also like it's becoming one of those things where 
They probably, well, Travis Kelsey probably hates it. Taylor Swift probably loves it because she's the center of attention. But Travis Kelsey hates it. Football fans hate it. Pop culture people hate it because now they have to like watch football. So it's kind of like, I don't know, besides Taylor Swift, who well, this is helping. I and mean, then even Taylor Swift, how is this helping her? I mean, I mean, Travis Kelsey, he enjoys it. He likes attention. Look at him. He's talked about that he likes attention. But well, I think also, since it's messing, I think since it's sales. Yeah. yeah. I think it's messing with what bothers him is it's messing with football. And he loves football so much. And he doesn't want his team to go down because he's reading these headlines too, you know. I, I think he's reading these headlines. I think he secretly likes it all, but he is reading the headlines and he's got like, I gotta, I gotta be on the other end of this. I gotta say, I don't like this because I don't want to be, I want to be part of the solution and play both sides of this thing. Cause obviously that, he's still going to get the attention and he's going to get the Jersey sales, but then he's got to be like, no, I don't like this. So he saves face. And that's, that's just going to make people like him even more. Well, it's also one of those things where he has been. Why are we less... talking about this? God damn! <laughs> he has been not as good since in the past couple games she's been attending. So oh, then it becomes shit. one of those things where it's like, is it a distraction? Can you spin it that way? I don't fucking know. But that's all to be said that I'm picking Chiefs. Any hope the Vikings win this game, Casino? Is this a weird, one of those weird Chiefs games where they Here's lose the thing. it? And nobody I want the Vikings to win so bad. And I would normally, like, if you take the Taylor Swift thing out of this and you were just going with how the Chiefs have been performing this year on their own without the Zebras, I would go Vikings. But you know that they're going to make the Chiefs win this game. I'm going Chiefs. Yeah, I I also think uh, this is a one-score game, probably low scoring. Uh, the Vikings are going to have a chance, and then just have the Vikings. The Chiefs, fans have, the Chiefs have not. The Chiefs the have not been impressive. They just haven't. No, their defense has been impressive, and even then, they almost lost a game because Zach Wilson. So, how much can you trust that defense? Who fucking knows? Uh, but we move on <laughs> to. I mean, this is. This is the game of the week by a country mile. Like, no wonder this is on. For once, the NFL got it right with putting their best game in prime time, Sunday night football. The Cowboys at the 49ers. Uh, 3-1 and one Cowboys, 4-0 and oh 49ers. Who you got winning this game, Casino? Niners. Especially at home. Too. Especially yeah. at home. It's going to be a nice day out. It's supposed to be in the 80s. Beautiful, sunny. You know, I... Cowboys play in a damn dome. You know, they're not even used to the sun. You know, they're like, uh, they're like, uh, Jerry Jones, can you like make the temperature like uh, perfect for us? Like, I want a clean 74 degrees, please. Clean 74 degrees. Light breeze, light breeze. Give me my macchiato. Sorry. And which, uh, which player was that on the Cowboys that you were doing an impression of? That was that, that, that all of them. But I mean, let's go with, let's just call it Dak. Dak that was uh, I mean spot I was like am I doing a podcast with Dak right now no it's still casino spot on impression uh I do think uh this is 49ers all the way uh we saw the Cowboys we've only seen them blow out bad teams and then the first like semi interesting not a not good team but semi like into it team they played was the cardinals and then we saw how that game ended so i do think the this will be a close game but 
I do think it's uh I don't I don't see any way the 49ers lose this game. They've looked too good, they've looked too dominant. Again, they haven't played anybody either, but they've blown out everybody. So it's not like, you know, they've it's not like they've done the same thing with Dallas where they blow out everybody and then the second a team fights back, they lose. And right. And everybody, I keep seeing this meme online where it's like Dak Prescott only has one turnover this season, only has one turnover this season. Do Does everybody just forget what the context of that one turnover was? It was literally the only game they needed Dak Prescott to win, and then he throws into triple coverage in the red zone to lose that game. Like, yeah. The other quarterbacks in the NFC East have turnovers, including Jalen Hurts. Guess what? None of those turnovers lost their team a game, which is what that one turnover Dak Prescott has thrown did. So I just think you can't bet against the 49ers right now. I think the Cowboys and Eagles are two and three. I think the 49ers are clearly the best team in the NFC, maybe the league at this moment, and I think they're going to keep it rolling Sunday night. Now let's go to the Monday night game. Uh, sneaky. And plus Dallas, I mean, is pretty banged up, so. Yeah. Well, yeah, they lost Trayvon Diggs, so their secondary has been having issues since then, and now they go against the number one offense in the league uh, with Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle. It's going to be a nightmare. Uh, next up, Monday night, 2-2 two, two Packers at 1-3 Raiders. Who you got in this one, Casino? Oh, man. Uh, I've got the Packers. I want the Raiders to win just so they're on a high and they think good about themselves. <laughs> but um, I want the Pack or Raiders to win, but I'm going to go with the Packers here. Even, even with the up-and-down play of the team, I am going to go with the Packers. Yeah, I am. I'm picking the Raiders. I have no reason why. Uh, I hope it's uh, O'Connell is starting just because I think on Monday night, he's much more interesting to watch than uh, Jimmy G, who just looks washed. Like we he's, see this he is said the too thing. Many, he, they, they, everybody's mishandled Jimmy G. He keeps getting hurt. I, he's done. Like, well, this is also one of those things where people are like, see what Jimmy G looks like outside of a Kyle Shanahan defense. And yeah, he looks like, like a model still. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but this is that thing where your quarterback, Tom Brady, just messed up everyone's perception of like time and age. So now it's like quarterbacks age it's not like you said documentaries like, about literally tom brady versus time <laughs> yeah but no it just becomes that thing where it's just like this quarterback's only 36 years old why is he not still elite and it's just like because everybody nobody is elite when they're 36 years old except for tom brady does anybody remember what Peyton manning looked like in that super bowl we mentioned earlier like jimmy g is uh, he's been injured almost every season he's played. He's already, let me check his age. Uh, I believe he's old or older, I should say. Yeah, he's 31 years old. He's been injured every season he's played in. Like that shit catches up. He's been in the league since 2014. Like, I just think it's okay to be like, Jimmy G is past his prime. He's injury prone. He's an older quarterback. He's been in this league for 10 years. Like, you can't always blame the guy, right? Like sometimes just luck is not on your side. And like I Andrew Luck. Done. 
Yeah, Andrew. Well, <laughs> uh, but then again, that's a good example. Andrew Luck I know it was. retired because he just was tired of fucking getting injured and hit. Like, <laughs> and I love how uh, I, I I love it in a sarcastic way on how everybody was so pissed off that he was like, eh, "I'm going to retire." They're like, "Why is he retiring so young? Like, why did he do that? Like, he was so good. He was up and coming." Because well, the guy doesn't want to be injured the rest of his life. Like, <laughs> yeah. like some people are okay with that. Some people are 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 taking the risk of you know CTE and having their body not being able to function at the age of sixty, where they're going to have to be like in a wheelchair or a cane or you know all that shit. You know, he didn't want to go that route. He wanted to be like, nah, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. People will remember me as a good quarterback that just kept getting hurt. I'm done. Uh. You know what? I'm flipping my my pick. I'm picking Packers because uh, Max Crosby's uh, might be out. Devontae Adams might uh, be out. Jimmy Garoppolo might be out. Of course, you're of course you're flipping. You're just worried. I'm going to go way way. I'm just going to outplay you this week. Like you're just worried. It's fine. It's it's okay. It's okay. I mean, I'd be I'd be scared too. I mean, I would be scared if I were you peaking in week four, right? Long season, long season. Well, that's what happened last year, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we're both picking the Packers. Uh, I feel like the Raiders are going to have all backups in, or they're going to have a bunch of Hey, that sounds like in. my uh, fantasy team. Good segue. <laughs> yeah. um, over to Casino's Fantasy Corner. Um, I started off the league 2-0, and looking hot shit. Um, I'm two and two now, and I may possibly I projected by five points to beat the zero and four person in our league. I literally have nothing but backup players on my, um, yeah, nope. And every time I try to pick up somebody, they get picked up before me because I am always like middle of the damn waiver wire, and it sucks. Yeah, ugh, that dude, that's the worst. When you have nobody, you can't pick up anybody, and you're just like. No, because every time that I go to pick up somebody, I I have like three, at least at the lowest I've had, it was where I was four and I had three people in front of me and they're getting ready to pick somebody up or I'm like, all right, I want to do this. And they always get picked up before me. Like always. Like I was really excited. I had Gus Edwards just get put on the waiver wire the the other day. And I was like, hey, I want to take Gus. I want Gus. Let's go for Gus. You know, Gus Edwards, he's he's number one running back for the Ravens right now. I want him. I want him. Give him to me. I don't know why the person dropped him. I forgot who they dropped him for. But I was like, please give me me Gus. Of course, what happens? The person right before me, as I was sitting uh, fifth in the waiver wire, picks him up. I was like, well, God damn it. So I picked up. I'm not happy about it, but I picked up McKinnon. But it was much better than where I was with the running back position. So. Actually, I got rid of Juju Smith-Schuster. And, uh, oh, no. But he's been on fire this season. Uh, <laughs> let's. Uh, we got like three minutes here before I have to go pick up my son. Let's quickly talk about college football. Casino. Tell him to walk home. He's 10. <laughs> <laughs> the big game this weekend, Oklahoma-Texas. Any shot, Oklahoma upsets Texas. Oklahoma's 5-0, Texas <sighs> 5-0, but it is at Texas. Um. You know what? I'm going to say yes, just because I want to say, oh, Oklahoma. That's all. That's my only reason. <laughs> I mean, can't think of a better reason than that. Uh, but Thank I you. do think I do think oh, Texas Oklahoma. might be the best team in the nation right now. No, which again, I like Texas. And there's there's legitimately no shot in that. I mean, there's always, always a shot. It's college football. But it would be a massive 
massive thing if Texas got beat at home against Oklahoma. Yeah, I think with what they did to Alabama, I think Texas, I mean, we've been saying Texas is back for 10 years and they haven't been, but this really does feel like Texas is back. And if they get through Oklahoma, I mean, the rest of the schedule is just smooth sailing. So this is the last test they have. And that's, I mean, that's bad to say, but there's there's obviously a legitimate chance. Uh, Oklahoma's 12th, Texas is five, but Texas just looks really good. And they're at home. Um, It would be like if Oklahoma could almost pencil themselves in, to a, a top four, you know, by the end of the season, if they beat Texas, because that's going to be, that would be a big win. That would be yeah. a massive win. Well, also, uh, because CD... again, Texas doesn't really have anybody after that. We're worth the damn. So, yeah. I mean, they TCU, but TCU is bad. Um, Oklahoma state, you know, that maybe because that's just a rivalry thing, but you know, UF UCF is not that good. Kansas, West Virginia, so it, it, it's it's the same thing for Oklahoma. I feel like whoever wins this game can kind of pencil themselves into a Final Four spot. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. The other two, uh, Colorado plays nobody this week. They play Arizona State. Uh, Do you they think they should... lose with how bad they've been? Well, no, because I think we no, because they've been playing people that are way good. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, we didn't talk about when they played Oregon or when they played USC, but that USC game. We also didn't talk about how Notre Dame lost Ohio State at the last fucking second. I know. Oh, dude, that game was brutal. Dude, I watched the last like nine minutes of that, and my heart was skipping the entire time. I felt bad for. At least I'm gonna say this: the fans were in it the entire like until they scored the touchdown. Even like when they were at the two yard line, the fans were like, "We were still gonna win this game." And I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, that was uh, yeah, that was a heartbreaker." I will say though, Ohio State is playing Maryland this week. Maryland is five and zero on the season. Sneaky upset alert. I don't Let's know. Go, I don't Maryland. think Ohio State has looked that Let's good. Let's go, Maryland. I really Maryland. Don't. I, I don't know. <laughs> do they have what do they have? <laughs> they're, they're, uh Georgia's, they're the turtles, right? They're the turtles. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh Georgia's playing Kentucky. Kentucky ranked 20th. They're also five and zero. I think Georgia should roll them. But again, I don't think Georgia, Ohio State, or uh Michigan have looked all that good. And Michigan plays Minnesota. They should roll over them. But Minnesota. I, th- <laughs> I think there's a chance Georgia and uh Ohio State get upset. I don't think both of them will, but I do think Ohio State against Maryland. Sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. Uh, the other one that I want to talk about, oh, is Notre Dame, Louisville. New, Notre Dame five and one after that Ohio State game at five and, but, and zero. But Louisville. they also looked; they didn't look good in the next game. Notre Dame. So, yeah. Do you think they should be on upset alert against an undefeated Louisville? I think so. Yeah, I do. Not a lot of. Big games this season so far, but a lot of sneaky, interesting games. Uh, a lot of teams are uh, doing much better than I thought they would beginning of the season. But uh, uh, let's talk about Colorado Casino. How? What do you think their record? Do you think they're a nine-win team with what we've no. seen? 
Oregon and USC. What do you think no, no, they no. finish as? Um, I think they're whichever way. I honestly don't know where they'll finish, but I do think that they can make a, a bowl game. Okay, but they, but they still have they still have tough you know tough games coming up. So they're three and two at the moment. They play Arizona State, Stanford, UCLA. Uh, which I think are three straight wins in a row. But then they go, or then they play Oregon State, which is 15th in the league right now. So that could be one of those. And then they finish the season at Utah and then uh, at Washington State. I think they have the potential to lose both those games. So right now they're, it, they're, they're wins. right. They're, they'd be six and six or seven, six or seven wins. Yeah. I think so too. But that's much they, that's much better than a one in eleven win. that they were last year. <laughs> yeah. so. uh, but this is the first week also since the start of the season. They have not had a marquee primetime matchup. Tomorrow no. they're just twelve thirty. By the and... way, I think your son is like halfway home by walking. <laughs> no, I gotta leave right now. Uh anything else you uh wanna say, Casino, before we head out of here? Um, Oklahoma. <laughs> uh, we will see you next week after I get back from the Eagles Rams game. Uh, should be fun. Please, Eagles win so I can go to future Eagles games. Uh, but my name's Will. That's been Casino. This has been the Only Sports Podcast. Adios. Oh, I thought you were going to put the shades on. Adios. <laughs> <laughs>